Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of Investing Yourself, the podcast series. I am here with the man, the gem of rock himself, Danny Volor. Danny, how are you doing today? I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Thanks. Uh, now, <laughs> you run a podcast called Gem of Rock. Now, how about you uh, just let us know a bit about my audience, let, uh, let my audience know, actually, a bit about your podcast and a bit about you and how you got into podcasting. Sure. So the Gems of Rock podcast is mainly all on a sort of rock music. So different artists and albums and songs that me and my co-host DJ have experienced and we've found love for throughout the years. Uh, it's still in its early stages. I think we'll be recording episode 10 in the next week. So that should be coming out soon. But yeah, it's sort of spawned from both of our real sort of love and passion for music in general, not just rock music. So we figured we talk enough sort of nonsense about it and tell different stories that we record it and see if anyone wants to listen but yeah it's, it's doing okay at the moment awesome awesome i, I love getting getting podcasters who are just starting their journey podcasting because <laughs> it's so nice because i want to see you come back in a year and see how how the podcast has changed how your experience has changed i'm looking forward to having you back on the uh the, po yeah, uh, the podcast yeah. um now you started the podcast like you said just recently this year i'm guessing yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to start it, well, nearly a year ago now, but obviously the event happened and shut down all contact between people. So I bought all the gear to record all the podcasting stuff and learn how to use it all. And then it all went to a cupboard for a year and then I had to get it all back and relearn how to reuse it all. So, so yeah, we were waiting, waiting to record it for a while, but, but yeah, just started, like I say, it'll be like two, three weeks in now. So early days <laughs> wow really early days i love it um so apart from just wanting to chat with your buddy about uh about music in general or specifically rock what was your why to start a podcast or was there something that just sparked in your head you're like i need to do a podcast not necessarily i mean like we said we really like just i, well, I really like just telling stories so like if i get like something like joe strummer from the clash and like going through his life and different memories and stuff like that. I get really passionate about telling different stories or different events that happened to them throughout their lives or why a certain track was called what it was or something like that. And I don't know, I got a real passion for it when I talk about it, especially after having a couple of drinks, like it, I just <laughs> can't stop talking. So I think surprise, surprise. Like, someone from Blackpool likes to drink, <laughs> but uh, there's only so many times you can tell the same stories to your wife or your best friend. So I figured if I, if I record them and put them out on air, someone else might enjoy them as well. That's the, there you go. That's the idea. Um, now, since you're so young in your journey uh, of podcasting, do you have any, do you guys have guests or is it just strictly you and your co-host? At the moment, it is just me and the co-host. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully further down the line, I have got a, sort of the equipment set up so that we have could have numerous people on the show. But at the moment, yeah, it is just just me and my co-host until we sort of try and find our feet. And But yeah, yeah, yeah. We're surprised that people enjoy listening to us talk at the moment. I think that was the biggest, <laughs> the biggest sort of hit back from it. Yeah, no, uh, when I started my podcast, I sound like an old man now, six years ago. Um, yeah, you don't have to make me feel older than I already am. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I was always amazed that people wanted to listen to me talk about movies, and now they talk about entrepreneurship, and now even talking about podcasting. So, yeah, I, I get it when you're like, wow, I have a, I, someone downloaded my show? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh, 
it's insane. The first, even the first couple of listens that you get, it's just, and then people send you a message going, oh, I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Someone's liking my mute. My, 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 it's bizarre. my, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it proper blew my mind that people are actually listening and uh, international listeners as well, which are kind of just, yeah, just <laughs> threw me back. It was mad. <laughs> Yeah, you think you'll stay local to your small little community, and then all of a sudden you got people from Australia, your uh, other parts of Europe, even. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, it it, it blew massively. Again, I credit a lot of. Uh, I've got a few international listeners now to the the Podmates group that we both that we're both in. I think that group's just fantastic for anyone looking to start up a podcast or like you being a big voice in it yourself. I think it's such a great little community and great little place to to visit yeah. and start out. I'm one of the OG podmaters. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, I was there when Maisie Maisie uh, founded the group. I was one of the first members there, and uh, remember a lot of the OGs there. There's some still in there, but there's a lot of new ones, and it's so good to see how it's grown and changed over time. But yeah, a lot of great podcasts in there. Yeah, there's loads, and yeah, like I say, just a community for asking help on what to do or what to use or who to talk to. It's it's a fantastic little community. Very very. Very happy I found it. <laughs> well, there's one person I definitely think you should have on from the Podmates, and that's Carlisle. He's an okay. awesome uh, musician. He's done fantastic. He has a he has a multitude of podcasts, but he's a musician and he does amazing uh, music. And I highly suggest you uh, check him out. I'll send you the link uh, after the episode so that you can uh, listen to some of his stuff on Spotify. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Now, since you're so early in your journey. You've, you must have had some pain points apart from, you know, last year being shut down and you can't start your podcast last year. Yeah. What are some of the pain points or one of the major pain points you're facing right now? Uh, again, sort of like distribution of it. Again, sort of got the RSS feed set up. We're currently using Anchor for the distribution. So flying things out that way, it does most of the sort of heavy lifting for you. But again, sort of still trying to get the posts or like the Instagram or whatever you're using to promote it at the time out there. I'm still sort of on a learning curve on how to, how to deal with that side of things. And yeah, because obviously we're still in our early days and still checking out it all works. I'm doing the editing as well, which I quite like. I quite like having control of what we said, how much of that goes out on air and how much I go, Oh yeah, I don't, that's a bit, or how many times it's cutting me just going, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah yeah and uh, there's a lot of that <laughs> so i kind of make it a bit a bit easier so the the learning curve is is steep but but i'm getting there i think yeah, so, yeah, yeah for sure the technology side of it i think it's one of these sort of points that i'm struggling but overcoming at the moment yeah i know the editing i remember editing my first podcast way back when an hour-long podcast would take me two to three hours to edit because i was trying yeah. to get every um every little misstep everything out and then after a while i was like there are a lot of famous podcasters that don't put in half the work i'm putting in <laughs> and getting three times the watches that i'm getting i'm going to stop editing all that and let it be more <laughs> natural and you, you learn through time how to use different words instead of using the ums and the uhs and the uhs um, or the huh, you know, you, you start learning more because you're, you're thinking on your feet, you're thinking faster, you're using your voice more. So that will come with time, young Padwan, I promise you. <laughs> uh, I can promise you, it, the more interviews you do, the more podcasts you do. Like I'm already, I think I'm nearly at 300 episodes in oh, my wow. life. That's, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. 300 episodes. Can you believe that? Um, yeah, I'm still amazed. I'm, I'm at a, 
I, I know I'm at at least 200 episodes minimum because I have 100 episodes of the Feel Better Show, 100 interviews on the uh, the other podcast I have. So yeah, I'm 300. That's you you learn you learn quite steep yeah 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 it's quite steep and it's a it's a lot of work especially when you start off by yourself not having a team and having to do everything and then you're like oh I'm gonna start another podcast and you're like wait I I don't have time to start another podcast oh right I'm <laughs> starting another podcast so yeah get ready for that yeah. that's the addiction that's gonna happen to you Bob if you continue. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, the, the language thing, I get, like you say, you find different words and different ways to phrase things so you're not sort of stuttering and trying to fill time as much. I realised when I'm editing, it is mainly my voice. I'm cutting out and editing and it's mainly me. DJ, uh, he's a teacher, he's a high school teacher, so he speaks in front of people for a living. So he's just got it. Like he can, he can if you give him a phrase or you give him something to talk about, he can just run with it. And he, he, he like, you won't stop until you kind of go... Let me jump in here and let me talk, please. Exactly. Yeah, he's so good for it. He's got the sort of confidence to talk about things when he and just keep going at it. Whereas I kind of need a bit more thinking time to think how I'm going to phrase something or word something. And I still get it wrong. It's always me making the grammar mistakes or saying something completely the wrong way around. But but yeah, it's uh, it's good. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Uh, it's going to come with time. Like, look, as you said, DJ talks for a living. So he's done the hundred episodes in essence, done a hundred speeches. He's got that brain power ready to go. You're not there yet. You're get there. Don't be so hard on yourself. (laughs) So, so before you know, you're going to be cutting out less and less of you and you're going to be more and more confident. It's just building the confidence behind, uh, the mic. That's all. So what is your favorite type of music? So I really like rock music. And again, we, we've mentioned this on the podcast, saying you like rock music is like saying you enjoy food. To eat. <laughs> it's, it's such a broad spectrum. It encompasses so much. Uh, specifically, I, I favor sort of like your punk music, sort of like your old school sort of English punk bands, like your Clash and your Sex Pistols. And then over the water, like the Ramones and the Toy Dolls. And then into metal music as I've got older. So again, like Slipknot, Bullet for My Valentine, Avenged Sevenfold, bigger names like that. So, but again, I like um, like old school blues music, like Muddy Waters, and then seeing where Chuck Berry came up, and that kind of old classic rock music and how it all sort of came into being. So, yeah, rock as a as a spectrum. <laughs> it, it is, and it, it's a great. I love. I, I'm. A, I love music. I, I can't play music. I can't sing. I pretend to sing when I do karaoke, of course. But no one can sure, sing yeah. at karaoke. No one can actually yeah. sing. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I have an affinity for anybody who can do uh, play any instrument because um, I can't play one to save save my life, and it's quite sad, really. Yes, I play drums and I can hold a guitar convincingly enough. So. <laughs> I don't even think I can hold a drum. Uh, uh, I don't even think I can hold a drum convincingly. That's how much I'm good at. That's my knowledge of uh, music. I, I think you have to hold drums. Uh, no, I don't think I can hold a guitar convincingly enough that she says, oh, yeah, he can shred it. He knows how what he's doing. They'll be like, get it away from him before he breaks it, please. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. So what has in in your musical journey of your life, let's say, what has been one of your favorite mo- uh, memories from either going to a music show or concert? Sorry, not a music show. What am I, three years old? Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get the lingo right, Phil. You're a podcaster. Uh, what has been your, like, your favorite memory in music? Um, I remember my dad took me to the punk festival that Blackpool hosts. So it's like a big festival called Rebellion. And it's held in Blackpool in the UK. 
and they get all the biggest names in punk at the time that are still going from when it all started. So the I remember listening to CDs at home that my dad would lend me, like we were sort of sat in my room playing RuneScape or on MSN Messenger or something daft, listening to these bands. So then my dad taking me to this festival where the music was something completely different. It was sort of like a an alive atmosphere kind of. It's it's untangible. Like live music's just insane. It's just intangible. But my, my first experience of seeing bands play on stage and watching crowds enjoy it and feel it and jump around it's it's insane so yeah probably my dad taking me to my first punk festival was a, oh, I, I can it was remember. quite a moment it was it was insane i remember going into some of the uh the bars here or there's one or two bars here that play more metal or rock type music yeah. the, they're more hardcore and they have a they have a mosh pit and i remember my first time yeah. going into the mosh pit it was amazing left with a black eye but it was still such a great <laughs> moment like i was like oh my god and it was from a woman too yeah, it was accidental she like threw up her elbow and i was coming in i was being pushed off the crowd and i just walked right into that elbow more ran into the elbow and uh <laughs> so i got a free beer out of it from her so it was fine yeah but yeah it was it was funny trying to explain that the next day at work why i had a black eye <laughs> But no, that's DJ more than me. So we went to go see um, Slipknot last year. And uh, we're both, as he put it, we're both a bit vertically challenged. So we're not the tallest <laughs> people. But um, he's always first one to be finding the mosh pit and jumping in it and jumping around and pushing people about. Whereas I'm not as confident. I, I will fall over. I've not, got the, I've not got the balance to be jumping into other people. But it is. It's, it's, it's still so fun. But yeah, DJ's definitely one, the one for uh, mosh pits and that kind of that kind of element to the metal music. Now, I am curious, since you're so recently started mm -hmm. podcasting, if someone's coming up to you and you're like, they're like, Danny, I want to start a podcast. What is the advice? What is the tip? One tip that you're giving them? I'd say when you're recording, especially if you're starting off and you are going to edit it yourself, don't overthink everything you're gonna say. Like the first, what like first thing, like the first podcast I did, I was constantly thinking, "Oh, I don't want to say that," or "I don't want to edit it." And then it, it almost comes out fake the way you talk into the microphone. You feel like there's someone there already listening. I'd say just press record and then just go and just talk and just if you've got a co-host, just chat and just see where it goes. You don't have to stick to the script or you don't have to get something because when you're when that conversation is just naturally flowing some bits of gold will come out and some fantastic bits. Whereas if you're constantly thinking about what you're going to say and what you want people to hear and that kind of, that kind of elements to it, you'll stop yourself and it won't be as natural. So hit record, go be as natural as you can. And then if you don't like something, you can cut it out. You can edit it later. Just don't think about it as you're talking, just, just hit and go. <laughs> I love it. Just hit and go, just like if you're jumping into the mosh pitch. Go. Exactly. You don't think about it too much. Just, just do it. Just go for it. You can fix things later. There's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things can be fixed. That's what I love about podcasting is that you can fix everything in post. Exactly. Yeah. And no one. Yeah. Unfortunately, I do a, a a few live shows, so you can't really fix most stuff in post on a live show. But not really. No. <laughs> but the audio version you can so everybody sees the video and you're like oh i'm just gonna edit this out there we exactly. go yeah, exactly. um no um i love it i love it uh what are some of the podcasts that you listen to that may have apart from the weekly planet because that's how we we met <laughs> <laughs> james and meso 
they are <laughs> on my list, uh, or at yeah. least one of them. Uh, what are some of the podcasts that you listen to that may have influenced uh, your podcast? So again, it was the Weekly Planet that originally got me into that kind of scene and just listened to them to talk. But uh, going back from that, so I, I did used to listen to the Sandspan stuff, like the Sandspans, like Plumbing the Death Star, and then the spin-offs they did from that as well. They were fantastic shows. And uh, again, Claire's elements to the Planet Broadcasting. I listened to her individual podcasts. But I'm trying to think of more local ones. There's a few, like, the, um, I watch a TV show in the UK called Taskmaster, which yep. is like a, a comedy show where it's like Greg Davies gets these celebrities, like comedians or actors, to do different tasks. They have their own podcast that then explains after the show and does interviews with them, Ooh. which is, a, I think it's run by Ed Gamble, which is like a UK comedian over here. And then uh, James Acaster and Ed Gamble have got their own podcast called Off Menu. So there's a few different one, ones done by comedians again there used to be a uh, comedians comedian podcast i used to listen to but just it's normally conversations between people normally between comedians where it is just a lot of it's not scripted a lot of it is just you'll talk and then someone will tell a story and then someone else will tell a story from that so like we've got a tv show over here was called uh alan davis's as yet untitled <laughs> which is alan davis from a qi show just get some famous guests and famous comedians sat at a table and their goal is to work out a title for that episode and it comes from just stories like they've had like Noel Fielding and they've had like Phil Jupiter's and sort of Stephen Fry and big sort of names ch chatting at this table just telling stories to each other just exchanging experience they've had in different industries and just funny hilarious events that have happened to them so I think that it's it's just people sat talking and just chatting and then listening to different stories uh, i love storytellers i think it's great yes that kind I'm, of entertainment uh, side. i love the storyteller. i i like to think of myself as a writer um mm. i don't write actually i i converse with people and use their their learn their stories from podcasting and then share their stories with the world because i think everybody has a unique story yeah to tell. definitely yeah yeah everyone's got one everyone's got some experience or something funny that's happened to them or something amazing that's happened to them and i just I love sitting and listening to other people's life experiences. I think it's great. And like that's with the gems of rock music, it's musicians or artists or albums that have got stories behind them, that have got interesting interesting features to them that people might go, Oh yeah, that's quite I quite enjoyed that. That's quite interesting. <laughs> no, I always who doesn't want to learn more about their favorite musician or their favorite individual and having access to them through podcasting, that's oh, it's amazing. I love it. Um Oh, pardon me. I, I do want to ask, so far in your youth of podcasting, uh, what has been your favorite moment podcasting? I think hitting points in the conversation, like you say, where you just let it flow and you let it the conversation go. And DJ's quite witty as well, so he's quite funny. So we, we occasionally put the joke in. Um, I think it's where someone says something and you both just sat there laughing for a bit and you're just laughing. I'm like, it's just... Of recording a conversation that we'd be having anyway so the like people are listening it's bizarre but it's like just hitting points in conversation where you just feel relaxed enough to just chat and someone says something funny and it's just it just breaks you and you just start laughing like i've got a very distinct laugh especially on the podcast so. Ooh, I'm, I, I i now need to figure out a way to make you laugh <laughs> oh nearly there nearly there they're nearly there that's yeah it's not far off but um but yeah it's that kind of just hitting moments of conversation that you catch and you think that's gold i'm so glad i caught that on 
audio on file so I can listen to that again. And it's like, well, I think me and DJ in the very first one are trying to figure out who should do the intro. And it took me like seven goes to go, oh, welcome to the Gems of Rock. I'm Gems of Rock. And I'm, nope, not Gems of Rock. It took me like 12 attempts to try and get this intro done. And I was just like, right, okay, you give it a go then, DJ. You. And he just nails it in one. Just did one take, done. And I, 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 I was still recording. I go, why do you get it first time? And he's like, well, yeah. Your he's just, <laughs> just like, I'm that good. He's just like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah, I, I, moments like that, I think are just brilliant. Yeah, I think it, conversations. and it, it, it's, it, it's great for us as not only podcasters, but individuals, you know, like to have this recorded history of conversations, kind of like it's, it's a way for you to be like, no, I actually did say that. Look, listen to this point in the conversation, you know, like yeah, I yeah. did say this uh, or you have proof evidence, you know, of, um, I was, uh, had a guest previous guest on who, uh, discussed about, growing his podcast from zero to selling it actually um, right. i'm a little jealous of that he sold it for about five figures that's an episode coming out i can't wait for that jesus Some, yeah right right as a podcaster i'm like i'm in this industry six years i haven't even sold a podcast god but mind you <laughs> my podcast in quite, quite an achievement that isn't it that's yeah fun. but um what are some of the goals you have with podcasting see again we there's a, a lot of people because I've start, just started off and we are still just getting into it when we're promoting it. There's a lot of people going, oh, I can help you monetize your podcast. Oh, quick, come with me. I'll help program. And I'm just like, oh, do you know what? I don't need that. But I, I just, like I say, the fact that a few people are listening to us talk about conversations we'd be having anyway is, is insane. So the goal would be to grow the listenership. But at the minute, I've not got any goals or intentions to monetize it or get advertisement or anything like that we are literally just doing it because we enjoy talking bollocks to each other so to get that on on record and people are tuning in elsewhere it's it's mad so so yes i think to grow the listenership and try and keep going so we hit like big numbers in in the in the podcast game so like hit 100 downloads or hit like 200 episodes and just small goals like that just going forward at the moment Again, like I say, I might be back on with you in a year, and I'm just like, yeah, I want all the money. That's <laughs> yeah. All the money Come back a year. He's like, I want money. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's listening, money. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> well, I can help you with that. Uh, I've already monetized a few podcasts, and I monetized my other podcast with this great Ooh. sponsor. Um, <laughs> as I as I stroke a jersey like I'm some weird person. Um, <laughs> it's impressive, man. It's it's great. It's 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 really cool to see how bar people have come with such a what was such a little form of media it's great and it, the, the way it's grown over the past few years is amazing it is so yeah. i'm a little i don't know how i feel about massive celebrities having their own podcast like tv stars having their own podcast and it's like you're on tv you've got that you keep that you leave the podcast to people that can't get on tv <laughs> but here's the thing the, the, see i i originally had an issue with celebrities having podcasts back back when i started because it was such a small medium you know mm -hmm. i i started six years ago there was like joe rogan hadn't sold this thing uh i i probably started just around serial was coming out sure, so that's right. when i started podcasting way back then when the the you know murder docs were just starting for the world and then before they <laughs> exploded into where they were and when celebrities would have a podcast, I would be like, you're stealing the audience from, from the little guys. But then I realized if celebrities have podcasts, 
that just means more people are aware of podcasts more people are coming a, over to listen to the celebrity so there's more people to sell the medium to yeah so I, I i love it when a celebrity gets into the podcasting world because it's like okay how can i steal your audience i think <laughs> yeah, about sure. that how i can steal that yeah, and then, yeah. then I you get to see people like uh, James and Meso who just started off just a simple two friends bantering back and forth, and now yeah. run a company. Yeah, That's like great. oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. I think that I know I've mentioned them again, but I think that that podcasting wise, I think they're the main inspiration, the main thing to sort of make me go. Yeah, I could probably do that. I could probably sort of sit and chat with someone, and we'd probably say enough interesting things to fill a bit of time to to uh to get to it but yeah yeah no i i think they actually are the great thing for a blueprint for the independent podcasters out there like mm. just follow their goal like just do that and you'll see something grow and grow and grow so yeah no it's it's exciting i i can't wait to see where they're going to be in a year or even five years because That's it could it, be yeah I love that they don't really compromise or change anything as well like if you listen to the first ones of that their show so they're ones that are coming out now it's still half information, half just them making jokes at each other or making fun of each other. And it's just, it's, they've not changed their way that they're pushing things out or the way they're sort of talking to their audience. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. No, it's just literally two friends talking about movies and mm. going on. And I love that. And I love how awkward they are when they did interview some of the celebrities. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Edgar Wright one I think sticks in my head. That was really Yeah, that that the minute I said like interview celebrities, the only one I could really think of. I know they had Charlie Clausen and a few other uh celebrities on, but the Edgar Wright one, it just seems so awkward for them. Like they don't yeah. know how. And they're like, "Oh my god, I'm sitting down with Edgar the Edgar Wright." You know, like if I sat down with like Martin Scorsese or James Cameron or anything like that, I'd probably be doing the same thing. They do. Um, uh, how about this question or this question? Oh my God, I'm sitting down with Scorsese, you know, like That's legends. Before we have people on the show, but like maybe ideally one day we'd be able to interview big musicians that have, pardon me, inspired us throughout the years. But again, I think I'd be exactly the same. I think I'd be sat there going, oh, you're from Slipknot. Oh, and I just, I don't know. I think I'd just fold, and the, yeah, I think the 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 pressure of being sat next to someone that's that had that influence and inspiration on in your life. I think I think I just fall to pieces. <laughs> well, funny enough, I actually did interview uh, someone on my live show, Lou Ma uh, Lou Mavs, who runs the Life Music is Life podcast. Don't want to mess okay. that up. He's actually interviewed some low, uh, some low, not low level, uh, some independent artists. And sure, so you can yeah. work it that way. You can look at finding independent rock artists. So you get used to that interview and then you work your way up to, you know, getting the, the lead drummer of Slipknot or, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, one of the Metallica guys. Hey, you, you may even be able to, you guys have Rolling Stones, right? Yeah. The Brit, the Brits have the Rolling Stones. Yeah. yeah. You may end up with like Mick Jagger or Keith Richards. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Think yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> that'd be a, that'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, that'd be quite a, quite a goal, quite an achievement. <laughs> there you go. Um, Danny, we are coming up to the end of the episode. It's a sad, sure. sad, sad point of the day when we get to the end of the episode here. I do want to give you the chance to steal my audience because that's what sure. I'm all about. I want okay. to share and get more international listeners to your podcast. So I'm going to jump off the screen here. I'm going to let you uh, let us know where we can find you, how we can get in touch with you and the show so that we, if we want to listen to the show, okay? 
Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Here so, you go. like I say, I'm Danny. I've got the Gems of Rock podcast, which is everywhere you can find your podcast. So it's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, all the rest of them, Acast. Uh, we've got a Facebook page, which is, I think, just the Gems of Rock podcast. So at Gems of Rock. Uh, there's an Instagram gems of rock i'm pretty if you type gems of rock into google it'll do the heavy lifting and hard work for you uh yeah you should be able to find us all there so it's like i say it's just me and my co-host at the moment talking stories albums artists songs within rock music how it started different stories like uh, we want to do one on the 27 club and different little different individual topics like that but but yeah come come check us out <laughs> come shout at us on our facebook page and media and yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got Gmail as well. Gems of Rock at gmail.com. Easy, easy enough. <laughs> there we go. Easy branding. Gems of Rock with the man Danny and DJ. Amazing podcast. Uh, I, I've listened to one or two episodes and I had a great time with it. Brilliant. Um, Cheers, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. So if you start seeing Canada pop up, you, you know it's me. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Danny for being an amazing guest. Uh, rocking out here uh, with the gems of rock, if you will. I am, of course, Phil Better, the podcast mogul man who loves to help you grow your podcast. So make sure you reach out to me. Links to Danny's podcast, links to connect with him will be in the show notes down below. Again, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you rock it, but also invest <laughs> in yourself. Thank you very much, man. <laughs>